Hannah, and welcome to the It's Going to Be Good podcast, where Jill and I talk about how to build your accounting firm in a way that's healthy and is sustainable so that you can focus on doing meaningful work with exceptional people. And today, we are going to be talking about the idea of the client is the hero of the story. And this is an idea that um, that I originally encountered around the time of QuickBooks Connect 2019, um, I was uh, I took a, a half day after the conference because I have this habit that some of you may relate to where you go to a conference and you learn all these things and you take all these notes and you're so pumped and then you get back and you get right back in to everything you were already doing and then that excitement dies and then you forget everything that you did or learned at the conference. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it differently this time. I'm gonna take like a half day and I'm gonna sit in the backyard and look at my notes and, and look at slides. And so I happened to be looking at some slides from a marketing session that I didn't even go to uh, because I think I was attending a session of taking a nap at that time uh, rather than <laughs> that session. Um, and in it, there was, it was like one slide that happened to reference this book called Building a Story Brand. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Like, I will read that. And so I actually did, which is impressive even in and of itself. <laughs> um, and, and from that book, there is this idea of, you know, essentially in every story, there is a hero, there is a villain, there is a victim, and then there is a guide. So it's, you know, it's... Um, um, in Star Wars, uh, so there are nerds out there, uh, my people, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> there's Luke Skywalker on his hero's journey. And obviously Darth Vader is the villain and Obi-Wan Kenobi is his guide and, you know, different, different characters are, are victims that he needs to save at, at different times. But, but really it's that idea of seeing your client as being the hero rather than you being the hero and really your role as being that Obi-Wan to the Luke Skywalker um, so that you can um, encourage them and help them in their hero's journey to defeat evil and save the day. And I just love that idea because it's like, I think story is such a great way of framing understanding of things and, and our experience. Mm -hmm. And so talking about things with a frame of a story, uh, well, I think that's the idea of building a story brand. Um, but, <laughs> but I he nailed it. it <laughs> Donald Miller nailed it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Donald Miller, for this idea. It changed almost everything about our company uh, for the last, you know, four four years or so, um, because I think that that is something in the industry that we are trying to figure out what our role is versus, you know, what our client's role is and, and how to do that well. So um, yeah. I, I think that was just before you were starting, Jill. So I was probably super pumped yeah. about the idea when you were hopping in. Yeah, yeah. It was really close to when we started working together that you kind of had that just a epiphany or like a greater understanding of kind of the inner workings or the dynamics of how we work with clients. And I think it was really helpful in actually like identifying some of the problems in the accounting industry that we really wrestle with because they don't totally align with our values. And I think it really comes down to the fact that if we're not the guide, then we have competing heroes. So we have competing heroes if we are the superheroes who don't wear capes. And also, no. <laughs> I, I, no think, I think 
everyone can can appreciate and value accounting and and how important that is for for you know building and growing a business but there the idea of of us being superheroes is just such a small fraction of how a company works that that can't possibly be the case but a lot of firms feel like they must be or feel like they want to be the hero um, or or be the hero who do, doesn't wear a cape but but then you have competing heroes in that scenario and then another thing um, that I've seen is is it's really easy to kind of crap on clients or, or talk badly about them or or even even to them or behind their backs or to the team like acting as though our clients are crummy or or that we're smarter than them or that we have all the in knowledge or, or any of that stuff kind of mm-hmm. puts us at odds with our clients and then I think a lot of firms really struggle with the the balance between being flexible with clients and being rigid with clients. And a lot of firms take the, it's our way or the highway. You're going to use our apps. You're going to do it our way. You're going to, you know, do X, Y, and Z because this is how we work. And if you want the privilege of working with us, you're going to do it our way. And that is a way to do things. And I think if, you know, if your focus really is on super precise bookkeeping, that is exactly perfect to the penny, it kind of makes sense but it still puts you at odds with your client to some extent because you're adding friction instead of reducing it. You're making their lives harder in some ways rather than making it easier. And it makes it harder for them to be the hero of their own story if you're telling them how to do their story (laughs) from the accounting perspective at least. Um, And then I think there's one more thing that I've realized in the accounting industry that this helps us kind of just circumvent, which is covering your butt to not get blamed for stuff. And mm-hmm. and I think when we are more focused on covering our our side of things, we're not really working together and we have a really dysfunctional perspective of kind of what our goal is here <laughs> because the goal is for us to serve clients well, for us to get them accurate information that helps them do the other parts of their business that they're really good at. So, and that's easy to say, but I think when you approach things with we're the hero or you're not the hero, how could you possibly think that? (laughs) Or like we're smarter than you or like any kind of like hierarchy or placing ourselves above clients just tends to be pretty problematic when it comes to actually working well with clients. Yeah. So I I think those are a lot of the things that we experienced that that this kind of was like, oh yeah, we're not crazy for not liking this kind of attitude or like that's not because we're just so different. It's because we're just refocusing our attention in the right direction. Right. There is definitely this vibe of dunking on our clients for sports. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. we're so <laughs> smart. Oh, clients. Am I right? Um, or seeing clients as the necessary evil for us to have a business. Um, or even just that, like, covering your assets for accountants. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> But when you see clients in that way, essentially you're you're treating clients like they're a liability. And I think the reason for that is you're seeing clients as the victim because that's who, you, if you're the hero then and clients need saving, then they're the victim. 
But if you then get blamed for things, now you're the villain. And so there's this weird hero, villain, victim triad thing that is so uninteresting to me. And all of that, like whether it's we're smarter than you or we're the real hero here, we're going to tell you how to do or the uh, clients, am I right? All of that is just putting us on opposite sides of the table of our clients. It's a very win-lose relationship. And as business owners, we generally don't like to lose. So we just (laughs) tend to approach it as like, okay, well, if I'm going to talk to you, how can I win? And Mm. this idea really is shifting that to how can we help you win? And that is the piece that is so much more exciting to me. It's so such a more yeah. interesting story to be part of because, A, mm-hmm. then it's not my responsibility whether or not you win. Um, so I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about getting blamed. Um, mm-hmm. And then when we celebrate the win, it's not ours. It's your win that we get to celebrate with you. And so mm-hmm. all of like the general vibe of all of these things that I have seen so much of in the industry is just negative. It's just a big old bummer. And then we wonder why no one wants to work in accounting. It's like, wow, (laughs) you made it sound so fun. Like, I don't see why people aren't lining up for that. It's like, well, you all seem real unhappy uh, and your Mm. clients are all idiots. So like, sorry, what about this industry is appealing to me? (laughs) And I just would like to change that narrative a bit and go, what if? It wasn't like that. And so I think this Mm. idea is that first start of like, what if we just had a different story that we all got to play roles that were suited to us and we all got to win together? And so just that that dynamic of how you relate to your clients and then who your clients are as a result of that, I think it's definitely been uh, something that, that has changed our business quite a bit. Once that idea clicked in, it totally changed, like even just like from a sales perspective, perspective because at the time that that we started working on this idea I was the salesperson uh like I'm sure many <laughs> of you are in your firm uh that you know all of the sales is you and maybe you have your team then do the work but you know sales is definitely something you'll hand off much later and so when you're the hero you want to win the clients because that mm-hmm. is you as the hero winning When you're the guide, you only work with clients that you can help them win. And that is a totally different scenario. That's a totally different dynamic. And so if you like winning, you're only going to work with clients that you're all winning together. So that's even more fun. And you get to sit on the same side of the table with your clients rather than being at odds with them. When you're in those opposite sides of the table, then like it is easy to see someone else winning as a threat to you. I think one of the best examples Mm -hmm. of that is what do you do when a client outgrows you? If you are competing heroes, that is a threat and now you are losing. If you Mm -hmm. are the guide and that hero is ready to save the day on their next adventure and they don't need you anymore, that's winning. You get Mm -hmm. to celebrate that. And and it, it just kind of forces you to think about things a little bit differently if you see yourself in that right role. And mm-hmm. it's so much more fun and collaborative and, and enjoyable to work that way than to be 
always on guard for where the next threat is coming from. I think the other thing that changed in our sales process when we were able to better define this was what sales actually was for. Like, what is the goal of sales for an accounting firm, for a bookkeeping firm? The goal of sales, if the hero is if the hero is the client, is to help them win. And so if we cannot help them win, we can't say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just can't. No matter how much we want new business or more revenue or whatever, it's not in anyone's best interest for us to say yes to something that we can't actually deliver on. But on top of that, it's also it also took it to the next level in terms of finding a solution, helping that client find a solution because you don't owe us any dollars. We don't owe you anything. But if our goal really is to find the right solution, we're going to refer out a lot. When we get a client that isn't a good fit, depending on why they're not a good fit, if they're not very nice to our team, then they might not be someone that we would want to send to another bookkeeping firm in our network. But if the reason that they're not a good fit is because their business model doesn't fit the expertise we have, or because you know they have a different need and we don't fulfill that service, there are options out there. And even offering an alternative feels like partnering when no dollars have been exchanged, which is just so trust building. And it means that people have clients that we chose not to work with will have a favorable impression of us, that they would send people to us, that they, when they hear our company name, will have positive thoughts about that. And and there's no real like value in that from a business perspective in terms of like dollars and cents, the value in terms of like rapport, the value in terms of like your, your company's identity out in the world is, is astronomical. Even for clients, you never touch their books. So it, it just kind of reframed the function of sales for us and like the how of sales for us, because it just transformed the entire scenario to rather than asking can we do this? Should we do this? We're asking, what do you need? What do you, what are you looking to do in your business? And then thinking about the things that we do that could help you achieve those goals is such a different frame of mind than just like, I want to make the sale. I want to, I want to win the deal. I want to get them more revenue. I want to grow my business X amount over X time. If it's not a good fit, what are the like costs associated with that? Because you got that revenue, but the cost associated with with choosing to work with a poor fit client is that you will have a lot more issues in terms of delivering on the product that you've promised. You will have a lot more issues with your team not feeling like they can do the work well or not feeling like they even understand what the goal is. Like there's just so much that can go wrong when your goal is to win. But if your goal is for them to win, and that means sometimes you say yes to working together and sometimes you say, I don't think we're the right fit, but I have a few alternatives if you're interested. It just means that we're collaborating through the whole process. It's just such a different, it's such a different way of approaching sales. Is there anything else that you feel like changed in our sales process or our sales approach after we kind of refined this idea internally? Yeah, I I definitely like what you said about, you know, it's not about winning the sale. 
it it's really about are we a good fit to work together because working together is how we're going to work or we're not going mm-hmm. to work together we're either working together or we're not we're, or you're not a client like that's mm-hmm. that's really you know the the goal there and so the the irony of not taking on every client um and just not being so thirsty that you want to win <laughs> all the deals is that then more people want to work with you because you won't just take on every client. And so it's more like they get to work with you and not in some kind of an artificial inflated, like if we deem that you are worthy to get to work with us, (laughs) it's this like, Hey, we're only going to work together. If you get to win, then people for sure want to work with you. We have had clients talk about how Unlike other places they've worked with, we don't make them feel stupid. We don't, Mm -hmm. you know, throw the office manager under the bus to the owner. Like we don't, you know, compete in some weird office politics type way because no thanks. That's not interesting to us at all. Not at all. But also because this is an idea that isn't just something that I think or something that Jill thinks, but it's something we've communicated with the entirety of our team. It's something we talk about all the time, about the client is the hero of the story. And here's our role and here's what our role means. And so here's where you can set boundaries in a way that is still designed to help the client win. And so even things like, hey, we don't take unscheduled phone calls. I think a lot of firms don't want to take unscheduled phone calls, but the way we'll say it is, excuse me, we do not take unscheduled phone calls. And almost like I'm embarrassed for you that you thought we would. Um, (laughs) I'm embarrassed (laughs) for Well, I mean, maybe they don't say that, but that is definitely the energy. And and we talk about things like, hey, we don't take unscheduled phone calls because everyone on our team has a flexible schedule and that allows really great people to work here that couldn't maybe do a nine to five, but they have a tremendous skill set to bring and then they're really happy and so they like working with you. And we don't take unscheduled phone calls because when we connect in real time, we want to make sure that is valuable. We know what we're talking about. We are doing it on purpose. And so if connecting is valuable to you, let's build that into your services. Let's schedule it. Let's have a plan for it. Let's not just jump on the phone because you want to just know something right now that almost always is an email. Like, let's be real, that almost always this (laughs) call could have been an email, but we're not going to position it in a way that makes our clients feel dumb or makes them feel like, how dare you even ask? These are my boundaries. We're going to talk about how we've set things up because we want to make a great place to work for our team so that they are fantastic at serving our clients. Not that they are Mm -hmm. servants of our clients, (laughs) but... They are here to serve our clients and meet their needs and meet them well so that our clients can win. And so when everyone is aligned in what our part is and your part is, and we have all kinds of conversations about how to, you know, effectively set boundaries so that we all win, like all of those things are in that vein of like, how can we make sure everyone wins? 
like it's such a more positive experience in working together. And it's so obvious when a client isn't on that same page. And it really has given us the confidence to be able to say to the clients that weren't a good fit that either, you know, for whatever reason, like it just, it either wasn't a good time in their life or, you know, whatever the case that just, we were not on the same page. We were not Mm -hmm. partnering together to just say, Hey, I don't think we're a fit anymore. And that's okay, but we're not going to keep trying to make this work. If it doesn't work, let's find you another solution that does. And I think that is like, we're playing the long game here. I don't want Mm -hmm. short-term wins at the expense of, you know, burning out team members because they have to, you know, connect with clients that they don't, that they're not rooting for. You know, Mm -hmm. I want our team to be working with the kinds of clients that they're excited when that client wins and they get to celebrate it. And like how much more fun. And I mean, selfishly, if you could stack the deck where all of the clients you work with are clients you enjoy working with, why would you not do that one? Yes. And there are so many bookkeeping and accounting firms in the world who have a different perspective, a different bend, a different priority order, a different specialty. Like there, there is an abundance of opportunity for any kind of firm. This doesn't just apply to our kind of firm and our particular bend. It applies no matter what. I, I love the way that you frame that as stacking the deck because I think one of the most surprising ancillary benefits of this kind of reframe for us was in staff retention. Yeah. As soon as you're rooting for someone else to win and that's your job to support them in winning and you're you take yourself out of your own head and focus on helping and supporting someone else in these ways, it makes work so much more fulfilling. It makes doing things for our clients enjoyable and it makes it so that our team wants to work with those kinds of people that they want to support you know, those business owners, but also each other. And they know that when they, when we bring in clients, it's not going to be a crapshoot whether that client can treat our team well, whether that client will be respectful to our team and and treat them with dignity and respect and, and be clear on their end. If it's not working on either end, we're going to have the conversation. But at the end of the day, when you stack the deck with clients that you want to work with, you're team will stick around if they also want to work with those kinds of clients. Well, and I think it builds so much trust with our team that when we bring on a new client, which some of you may have experienced as well, you bring on a new client and your team's like, oh, here we go again, because they've (laughs) experienced you just wanting to win. And so bringing on the, all the whatever, whatevs, and then they got to go figure it out. When Mm -hmm. you do this thoughtfully, intentionally, on purpose, then your team is up for it in a different way because they know that you're not just going to bring on clients that may not treat them well or that may be really hard to work with or super non-responsive. Like that when you bring on a client, it's going to be someone that wants to engage, that's like wants to work with us. And so then they're on board with getting clients on board. And it's Mm -hmm. just such a fun... And also when you have those team members who have the mindset of of I get to serve others, that is also how they treat one another. 
And so I think that idea in our firm across, and actually we, we talk about this and, and are sharing the idea, even just in different like parts of our company. So like us, you know, in, in operations or in other parts of the company, then our team is the hero of the story and we're the guide that's helping them win. Or, you know, for our lead bookkeepers who review the work of bookkeepers, the bookkeepers are the hero of that story. And they're the guide to help the bookkeepers win in how they then turn around and serve our clients. And so everyone can play different parts in that. And our team can be the hero of our story and we get to be the hero of our own stories and our own lives. And so (laughs) being able to shift between those roles and even just thinking about that shift in in different elements of of our jobs and sharing that with the team and and sharing that idea, um, I think it's just been so fun to see that play out at different levels of the company at, at different, um, in different ways. But yeah, just, just building a team of people who want to serve is without mm-hmm. being martyrs. Like that's no all martyrs. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's doing it. Like, look at how much I'm serving. Cause I'm so great. They're just doing it because that is meaningful. They get to serve and they get, you know, times where they're the hero of their story. And so it's not about like, oh, you know, let me just like be the doormat so everyone else can step on me. It's the, there's boundaries and there's, you know, responsibility and there's balance in all of that. But it's just that like really fun dynamic of getting to cheer one another on and celebrate each other's wins so that no one is doing this solo. Like we're winning together. And like, I, I think this is why I love playing blackjack. Okay. This is the thing I've realized <laughs> about myself. I don't enjoy playing poker. I think this is all going to connect uh, because poker is very win-lose and not just win-lose. It's like, I'm going to take your money. I'm going to stare at your face while you lose. And I took your money. Um, it's like, <laughs> or the reverse. But... Or the reverse. <laughs> yeah. You get to stare at my, my stupid face while I lose and you take <laughs> my money and I'm sad now. I love I love playing blackjack because we're all sitting at the table. We're all playing against the house. And even like the dealer is not the house. You know, they're just kind of there. Um, I also love betting for the dealer so that even the dealer mm-hmm. is rooting for me. I just want to game yes. all the games, games inside games. And, and then at the table, when everyone wins, you're high-fiving each other and you get to celebrate. Even when someone else wins and you didn't, you can high-five them because they're not winning at your expense, you're yes. all playing this game together. And so that I think is the most fun I'm about it. Yeah. I think the key here is that when you move away from being the hero and into being the guide, the relationship with your clients is just so much more rewarding for both them and you and your team because you're both playing the right roles. It's the right distribution of responsibility and ownership and they get the victory and we get to celebrate with them. When they win, we get to celebrate with them and we helped them in a, in a way, in a small portion of their success, we have contributed. And there is something so fulfilling about that when they're the hero of the story and you get to be the guide. Thanks for joining us. We hope that you'll keep tuning in as we share how we are building a firm worth building. It's going to be good.